Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Traders, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. As always, thank you for taking some time out of your day to join me. And a big thank you to everyone that attended the Trading Edge workshop this past week. I'll tell you what, I've been doing these workshops for about eight years now, and I can honestly say that this one was the best. And it brings up an interesting topic because it, it, it kind of goes hand in hand with something I experienced today, right? Literally, minutes ago, I just returned from the grocery store, right? I love cooking. I love doing the shopping, right? And maybe there's a control thing in there. Um, However, my experience wasn't as good as I wanted. After I was done shopping, you know, I'm taking it to the cashier and and, uh, they're they're scanning everything. Food goes through, boop, food goes through, boop, 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 boop. And I'm sitting there, right, in an athletic pose, right, looking at the price on the computer screen, just yelling at it. Come on, baby, let's go, let's go, right? I know many of you guys see me in the live trading room. You see the trading version or the the business version of Akil, who's very cool, calm, and collected. I show very little emotions in the market. You can ask my business partners. You can ask Jason Greystone and, and Darren and Charles. I show very little emotion when it comes to business, right? We we, we can have big news coming on, like what we announced with Mike Bellafiore and, and S&P Capital and that kind of partnership. And I'm just like, yeah, that's awesome. Um, and it's because my mind is always thinking about the next and not the now. So I, very, I find it very hard to get emotional over stuff that has already happened. But something I do get emotional is over competition, right? I'm an athlete. My entire life was brought up kind of in competition, fighting for a spot, in, in whether it was school, fighting to be at the, the top of my class uh, so I can go to college, whether it's on the the, um, the pitch or the field or the diamond, right, or the court, right, fighting for a position in the starting lineup, um, whether it's kind of some other deeper issues in, in growing up in a very urban area where you're just fighting to survive each and every day and make it out alive, right? Everything is a competition. And that's a trait that has really paid off very nicely for me. And back to the supermarket, right? Why I'm sitting there yelling at the computer and making everyone around me nervous because I'm angry black man in the supermarket yelling is because grocery shopping is a competition to me, right? Grocery shopping is a competition where each and every time I try to stay below a certain amount. And there's no reason to stay below this certain amount. It's not like we're on a budget and we can't afford it. And it's just, it's, it's, I've turned it into a game. And what I've noticed is that 
many successful individuals, and, and not, not just me noticing this, this has actually been proven that most successful individuals and most wealthy individuals, not rich, but wealthy individuals, the reason that they become wealthy is because they're not focused necessarily on the money, they're focused on the game. And even more so, the ones that remain wealthy, they only focus on the game. We, we've talked about this before, right? There is a certain level of money um, that you can reach that will no longer deliver the same type of happiness, right? If you have not reached that level right now, you're probably listening like, what are you talking about, Akil? The more money I make, the happier I will get. But after you fulfill kind of those basic survival needs, after you make enough money to kind of be unpressured, meaning you're not worried about missing your car payment, you're not worried about paying rent or paying your mortgage, you're not starving, you can buy food, you can buy clothes, right? Your basic survival necessities, um, money starts buying less, or meaning less, excuse me, because everything else is a luxury. I mean, think about it this way. what What's going to hurt more? Missing your car payment on the only car that you have to make it to work? And if you can't make it to work, you can't get paid? Or is it missing out on the opportunity to buy that Ferrari? Okay, well, maybe missing out on the opportunity to buy that Ferrari is a bummer, but there's not pain associated with it the, the same way as like, hey, if I miss my rent this month, I'm kicked out. Um, so once you hit a certain level, you stop, money stops delivering the same type of happiness. And, and if someone is motivated purely by money, that can have a major effect on themselves and a major effect on their business, right? Because what happens is when you lose motivation in your business, when you lose motivation in yourself, you start to settle, right? Instead of doing, right, when you're at that grind period, the beginning where you have this dream, you have this desire, I want to start this business, I want to become a trader, I want to do this, right? You're grinding as hard as you can, you're putting in all the hours you can to get good because it's kind of like a life or death experience, right? In my story, I, I quit three jobs and I put my back against the wall, stupid decision, but it was what I needed to be motivated. And I put myself in kind of that life or death situation where it's like, Akil, you have to make it or you're going to fail. You're essentially going to die. And that way, I, I was motivated to do everything humanly possible to become successful, right? And it's great at the beginning, but once you become successful, right, once you get out of that, that zone where it's like it's a need, a need, a need, a need, what happens is that many people tend to settle. And when they settle, they start, they, they stop doing kind of the small things, right? They start waking up a little bit later each morning. They maybe skip days of, uh, you know, doing post-market analysis, right? Uh, maybe they, they don't go into work one day. Maybe if they're like a business owner, maybe they close the store one day. They take a little bit more extra vacation days. They start doing these small steps. And these small steps don't necessarily mean that they're going to fail, but they kind of halt their path to success. And, and, and that's a problem because in life, if, if you stop moving forward, you don't just stay there in life. You get left behind, right? Time is always moving. Life is always moving. You need to be moving forward with it at all times. If you settle or if you slow down, guess what? Life is not going to wait for you. It is going to pass you. And in many industries, your competitors are going to pass you as well. And you put yourself in a, a not so great situation, one where you did achieve success, you did achieve wealth, short-term wealth, but then you lost it all. Those who are greatly successful and those who remain wealthy are no longer motivated by the money. It is the game. It is the competition. And that's what I'm talking about when I went to the grocery store today. 
I have a goal. I want to spend under $100 each and every time I go. And I'm not a, you know, I, I, I have coupons. I look for the basic stuff. I'm not like, I'm not like a crazy couponer where I'm going online and, 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 you know, I have thousands and thousands of coupons around the house. And I, I don't go as far as the fact where it's like I'm buying the cheapest possible thing available because again, I don't need to at this point. Um, but I still try to, I just make it a game. I make it a challenge to myself to stay sharp. I, I it's, I don't judge me, right? It, it's, I, I go in to the supermarket and I, I, I basically, I, I value the differences, right? I value the cheaper version of this versus the more expensive version of this. And is it worth paying this for that? How much do we need this versus how much do I want this, right? What are the deals? And um, I feel like that's a very good training lesson for myself, just staying staying up with mathematics, staying up with the numbers. And again, it, it gives me kind of that motivation. And we do the same thing with our business, right? We do the same thing with trading. We do the same thing with uh, our trading business. And remember we mentioned this during the workshop this week that we were currently kind of going back and redeveloping a spreadsheet, right? We give a, a money management and position sizing spreadsheet to the clients that we work with. And recently, a lot of clients that are really right on the cusp to doing some really big things and, and, and being uh, very well funded and starting uh, funds and firms, right? They noticed a few issues that they're having with it when you get to a certain level. And it would be very easy to just be like, ah, whatever, doesn't matter. And just take the easy way out to settle. But what's going to happen if you do that? Well, all of a sudden, you disrespect your clients. Your clients are with you for a reason, right? You're, you're providing them a service. They're using that service to help develop their future. Our job is to coach them. Our job is to help them. Our job is to do everything possible to, or should be at least, to do everything possible to guide them in the right direction. But what happens if we just stop caring? How do you think those clients and customers are going to feel about you? Again, you can, see, you can look at the same thing about going to a restaurant and, and your, your waitresses and, and waiters just have poor attitudes. And as a general manager, you do nothing about it. Do you think people are going to return to your restaurant if they keep getting poor service? Probably not. So our goal is to do everything possible to serve that client. It's, all, it's always to get better, right? I just put out a, a brand new training course, the Foundation 2.0 course. Didn't have to do it. Took me about a year to do. But do you know why we did it? Because we spotted some imperfections in our training. We talked to our clients. We talked to our customers. They brought up certain, certain concerns. There are specific questions that were being asked and asked again by many. And that allowed us to see that, hey, there was a gap in our training. And instead of taking the simple way out and being easy and settling and just saying, ah, whatever, and the training is still good enough by itself. You don't need this Foundation 2.0 course. You could become consistently profitable without it. How do I know? Well, because people were becoming consistently profitable before we did the Foundation 2.0 course. But that's not the goal. The goal wasn't to just do enough for people to be satisfied. The goal wasn't just to do enough to, to sell a course and, and make some money. It's a competition. The goal is how can we get closest to being the most efficient possible? How can we get as close as possible to perfection? Same thing goes when we're in the charts. I know I'm never going to be a perfect trader, but guess what I wake up and try to do each and every day? I try to get a little bit closer to perfection. I'm not worried about the money. 
At this point, it's all about the game. And if you continue playing the game at a, a, a very competitive rate, no matter what that game may be, maybe it's trading, maybe it's a business, maybe it's grocery shopping, right? I, I spoke to Taylor the other day about minimalism. Maybe it's just budgeting. Maybe you're making it a game to spend as little as possible just in your personal life and get better with budgeting. Whatever that game is, treat it like a game. Treat it like a competition. Don't worry about the outcome. Worry about the process. And try to get those small wins on a daily basis. If you're doing that and you're consistently moving forward in life, right? Kaizen philosophy, continuous improvement. If you're consistently moving forward in life, life won't leave you behind. Time won't leave you behind. And not only will you become successful, but more importantly, you'll remain successful. Hmm.